You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hey, everybody, check out the Break the Bell podcast, where we believe your voice is your most powerful weapon. For a weekly dose of our take on what's going on in the world mixed with a side of history, find us wherever podcasts are found or on social media handle at Break the Bell Pod. And most importantly, never stop talking. Prepare yourself. You're on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. Well, hello there, folks. Brian, not Remzo W. Martinez, Nichols here on On the Run with Remzo W. Martinez. No, Remzo is not back yet. Still facing the vid. He's doing great. He's uh, we're hoping Remzo will be back soon. Uh, and, and he's feeling better. Um, still, still praying for you, Remzo. We gotta make sure you're doing good. Also, side note: in in the podcasting world, a, a sad, somber news. Chris Wessling from the Around the NFL podcast over on NFL.com uh, passed away this past week from uh, his long battle with cancer. Thoughts and prayers to the Around the NFL podcast crew, as well as uh, his amazing wife, Lakeisha, and his newborn infant son, Link. Um, cancer sucks. Uh, you know, it, it really is one of those um, one of those true equalizers out there. Doesn't care who you are, what you're doing. Uh, it, it goes after anyone. And um, I know this is a political podcast on the We Are Libertarians network. Actually, heck, Remzo's show is not really political. Gary uh, Gary Collins and, and Remzo and I were talking about aliens towards the uh, beginning of the year. So there's no real set political talk here. But looking at um, looking at the Around the NFL podcast, uh, I mean, I listen, I've been listening to that show now for six years. Big, I'm a big NFL fan. And um, it's it's... It kind of hit me, right? And, and it is not at all, at all, what we we're going to talk about to start off here, because the conversation today is why liberty. But I want to start out first, just talking about why we do what we do, right? Um, why? And I guess this is to start off. Why is liberty important? Because at the end of the day, we only have so much time, and um, you, you don't realize how little time we have, and truly how precious that time is until it's gone. And one of the benefits that we, we get here in the greater podcasting world, the media world, is that we get to really take our words, our thoughts, our ideas, and put them up there in the ether for posterity forever. And it's it's nice to know that that will be there as a, like a lasting legacy. But dig deeper beyond just what we do here and the, the content we produce, but a lot of us in the greater podcasting community are, are very close friends, family, and as members of audiences ourselves, not just the content producers, we all become part of each other's families. And I, I said the word family, you know, didn't even realize, you know, are a lot of us actual blood relatives? Probably not. But you become a sense of a family. I mean, I, I'll go back to the Around the NFL podcast. I've been listening to that show since 2015. So six years going on now, six years that I've been listening to this, this podcast. And you grow to know the people. You you become, I don't know, you become friends, family with these people. You learn what they like, what they don't like. I mean, my goodness, uh, you, the stories you get to hear 
from just the podcast with Remzo here on, on the run, go to the big channel, the We Are Libertarians channel, treasure troves of you know personal anecdotes and, and personal conversations and the things that make us who we are beyond just this whole political thing, right? But they are related, which brings us to the topic at hand. Yes, Remzo, I am getting to that topic, and that is, well, why liberty? Why liberty? How clear and obvious right now the importance of liberty. I mean, think think if you were to look around right now, I'm sure either you or, or someone you know was directly impacted by either A, COVID-19, the actual virus itself, by either they getting sick or knowing a loved one who got sick or did sadly pass, or B, they lost their jobs or their company closed because of government lockdowns. So right now, we in the Liberty community can very accurately identify, diagnose, if you will, the problems that we see out there, and that is an overwhelming lack of liberty. See, right now, we don't we don't have this problem of too much liberty, too much liberty causing problems. That's the argument you'll see made, but as time goes on, it just becomes more and more apparent that those arguments are completely unfounded, and actually, actually, those of us who've been arguing in favor of individual liberty, and along with it, individual responsibility, were right all along, being validated that these government lockdowns they didn't do what they were supposed to do because, I don't know, the science has never said that lockdowns really worked at all, like ever. That's been something that, as you actually over on my show, The Brian Nichols Show, we had a conversation with Jeffrey Tucker from AIER. Now, I'm sure you guys are familiar back at the end of last year, the, the Great Barrington Declaration, right? That took place over at the uh, American Institute for Economic Research. And I had Jeffrey Tucker on the show, and we were discussing how unscientific these lockdowns were from just a pure epidemiological standpoint. It didn't make sense. Uh, and there was no real studies to go in favor of these lockdowns. Really, the only thing that they were looking at as a means to say, well, this seems to be the right answer is China took the initial step to start these lockdowns. And they made that seem like that was the only option. And guess what? Country after country followed suit, not following the science, well, you know, just rather following the CCP. So that, that seemed to work out great, right? As we've, you know, plunged the, the entire world economy uh, down the tubes. I think the latest projections I saw was that the guesstimation is it's going to take upwards of 10 years, 10 years, just to recoup the past year's lost worth of productivity because of these COVID-19 lockdowns. Because here's the, the fact of the matter, folks. We would be able to deal with a COVID-19 pandemic and not crash the market, not destroy livelihoods, not cripple entire economies and local businesses. But no, we didn't do that. And now your friends, your families, your loved ones are suffering. They're hurting and they're looking for answers. They're looking for help. See, right now, 
people can quite clearly and quite transparently identify there's a big problem. And a lot of folks are lost. They don't know what's up. And they're looking for answers. Now, I know this audience is is predominantly those in the greater liberty movement, but what's our goal? Is it to just be right amongst those in the greater liberty movement, or are we trying to talk to people outside of our liberty movement to actually advance what we're doing here, right? To actually make things freer. So what we need to do, because we know we're right, we know we have the solutions. I know, trust me, I know. I've read the same books you've read. The world doesn't need more books right now. The world doesn't need people to regurgitate thinkers of the 20th century as right as those thinkers are. What we need are effective communicators of the ideas, of the principles of those thinkers as it applies to the issues of today. So, how do we get there? Well, first, we have to make sure we're talking about the issues that actually people care about. And I know that sounds very obvious and and very duh, but more often than not, it's not. (laughs) It's not as as, as common sense as you might think. So, it requires us to enter into these conversations by asking questions. And those questions need to be open-ended questions to figure out what is it that's actually bothering the person that we're speaking to. What is it that's keeping them up at night? Right? And once we're able to identify the actual problem, it's not on us to say, okay, well, here's your solution, and that solution is a 13-page manual And then you're like, oh, that's not that bad. And then you turn and then you see that there's 14,000 other 13-page manuals that you have to go through and read. That's kind of what we do because we send article after article after article saying, here's why we're right. And it's sensory overload. So what we got to do is we have to focus on not just those issues that people care about, but then we have to diagnose the actual problem. And like doctors, I like this analogy, we need to then offer the right not just diagnosis, but also the right prescription. Now, we know that the prescription that we're going to offer will work. We know it will work. However, they don't trust us. Why? Why don't they trust us? Because we haven't built trust. Unless you're a successful business owner in your community, and you've built trust through other means other than politics, you likely you likely aren't going to have much success in building trust because really as a party, the Libertarian Party hasn't had much success to yield any long-lasting trust in a vote for the LP being other than, what, a feel-good vote? So this is a, you know, obviously an appeal to the Libertarian Party. We need to be a party more than just the feel-good votes. We need to be a party of something more than that, something of substance, And that starts with us being the problem solvers. Going back to that 
idea of, of talking to the, the, the person and figuring out what it is that is that issue that keeps them up at night. And once we solve those problems and they see the value, right? They see the value in their own lives. Oh my God, this libertarian dude or dudette that I spoke to, they offer this solution to the problem. And guess what? When I implemented said solution, it actually rectified my problem. Or if it was a situation like it's been, for example, the COVID lockdowns, when we can constantly look at our, our, you know, track record of speaking the truth, right? And this is what people are starting to realize. I was just talking to Jeffrey Tucker about this um, back and forth on Twitter. And um, one of the things that I'm seeing is that the folks who were really, really weary of a libertarian approach to the COVID-19 pandemic back at the beginning of 2020, who were turning off any thought of like, you know, ideas of people going out and just being people, right? Because we have to keep this crazy virus locked down. That now they look back and they say, ah, shit. They were right. Because now it it's becoming the accepted science, <laughs> right? The accepted narrative. Well, we can't be locked down forever. Yeah, well, we were saying that back in, you know, April. And we were told that we wanted grandma to die because we wanted haircuts. No, but we were what we were doing was we were recognizing the, the real long-term problem. And now these real long-term problems are starting to rear their ugly heads. So it requires us to be consistent in our marketing, consistent in our messaging, but also consistent in our ability to be problem solvers. So why liberty? Because as we see liberty implemented across the board as a solution to the problems that we see right now, we know 10 times out of 10 that liberty will be the correct solution. It will be the correct prescription. That's why liberty. And that's just talking about like on this grand macro level, right? The United States of America. That's what I'm referring to in terms of this policy perspective. But then bring it to the micro level. Bring it to the person. You listen to the uh, the conversation I had with myself, um, otherwise known as a monologue in the uh, the industry, uh, back when I was subbing for Remzo last week. You know, I lost a butt ton of weight. I, I went down from 385, my max, down to around 205 at my very, very, very lightest. And that was all through hard work. <laughs> but I did that with the idea and understanding that this was a short-term pain, which is the going through and focusing on losing weight, for the long-term gain, which is the personal liberty that came with it, the physical liberty, the mental liberty, right? There are so many things that come along with living a truly free lifestyle, which also, I would then say, leads you to also need to start to question those who ask you to be restrictive in your approach to advancing liberty or restrictive in your approach to living liberty. Those who say that, you know, oh, no, you you, you don't need to, to live a truly free lifestyle. Let me tell you what you need to do. Be weary. Be very weary. Because it's those people who think they know best that will then use guns, i.e. government force, to force you to do what they think is best for you. It sounds hyperbolic, but at the end of the day, that's what every single law is, every single regulation. The more red tape we add, the more 
interactions we then have to engage in with the law enforcement officers because they have to enforce all these laws and rules are put out there, folks. So how do we change that? How do we limit the interactions? We embrace liberty. That's why liberty. Because at the end of the day, when we're looking at the solutions to these problems, if we do embrace the ideas of liberty, we find the war on drugs, the war on terror, the, the, the war on, on education, which it truly is when you look at what we've done with public schooling over the past, my goodness, 50, 60 years. It's, it's been atrocious. We've seen every time that whatever the government program is to help either defeat some social ill or to promote some societal good, that what, nine times out of 10, it, it fails. And that one time out of 10 is the example that our friends on the left will consistently point to as the reason for justification to keep those other nine going. You know it. I know it. But instead of trying to beat them to death with a logic and reason saying, how can you do this, right? How can you embrace and support this one? It's on us to convince them otherwise that they don't need that one. Let's show the other solution to that one thing that they're still embracing, right? If it's the post office, we all know that the post office is, is you know, a big old pile of, of flaming poo. But at the same point in time, they're going to say, well, what's your solution then if we just get rid of it? You're going to let grandma out in the sticks, not get her mail? That's a valid concern. So what, what's the solution, right? Now, don't, don't, don't go in and put on your, your spectacles and say, well, if you go to page 42 of Henry Hazlitt, this will explain right here. No, don't do that. No. You say, how, how do you, how does grandma get Amazon packages? Does grandma out on the sticks get Amazon packages? Can almost guarantee you she does. How? Does she spend $40 for shipping? No. Why? Ask these questions, right? And when you ask a question, to uh, paraphrase my good friend Spike Cohen, ask more. And then ask another. And then ask another. Because once you get them starting to ask the questions themselves, well, why? Why why do we have the post office just delivering mail when Amazon can do the same thing, right? There is an incentive, I guess, in the market. Hmm. We start to make them ask these questions themselves. Now, are you going to change their mind right away? No, no. And that's not the goal. That shouldn't be the goal. The goal is to plant that seed, let them walk away, and then question things down the road when they're like, huh, you know, that was a pretty good point. How about that? That crazy libertarian <laughs> isn't so crazy. As they say in Master of Disguise, so crazy it just might work. But guarantee you will not be able to convince them of anything, anything, if you start out calling them a statist, or if you call them a dirty communist. No. Because unless you were born a tried and true bleeder of liberty running through your veins, which like what, Ron Paul? <laughs> you likely came from the left or the right. You weren't the perfect libertarian. <gasps> you weren't. But you learned, didn't you? You figured out along the way because people helped you. 
but I'm sure you, you got some resistance. And those people who, who fought you and they told you you weren't a real libertarian or they fought you in your libertarian credentials, I bet those people kind of stick out to you. And not in a good way, right? Now think about how you're going to be perceived as the people who are new to the movement. Are you someone who is helping them feel included and someone that's going to help teach them? Or are you the person that five years from now, they're going to look back and think, oh yeah, I had a go K time except for that person. Now, if you want to be that person and you're okay with that, well, then you need to reconsider, well, what are you doing here? Do you want to be the king and queen of being right? Or are we trying to actually get this thing to grow, to change more people's lives, to make more people's lives better? Because why liberty? We know it fucking works. That's why. And if you're not on board, get off the train. Stop pretending. It's go time. It's time for us to show other people what we know. And what we know is that liberty works. Why liberty? Because it works. We see it in our own lives. Whether you're living the simple life like Gary Collins does, and you can build up your three-legged stool to make sure that you're living a truly free lifestyle, then apply that into your, your personal life with your family. Apply that to your community, to where you work. Make yourself the most important person at your company in whatever regards or, or, you know, whatever form that you do your work, become the most important person. And with you becoming that important person and adding more value, you'll be creating more value and thus helping rise those alongside with you. That's why liberty, folks. And as you build the clout, and as you reach out to more people, and as you change more hearts and minds by actually entering into conversations in good faith with people who are not already on our side to convince them through building rapport, being that trusted advisor by answering the questions that they have and showing our solutions work. And then by convincing them, enabling them and encouraging them to vote different and to lead by example with their circle of friends and for them to become effective communicators of liberty in their lives. That is when we will be having success. And then people will start to realize why liberty? Because now we're making real policy differences. People will start to live freer lives. And that, folks, is what we are trying to do. Now, I'm not going to stand here and tell you how to be the best whatever version of your version of libertarianism is, but I will be here as a sales leader in the private sector as a resource that you can look to, ask questions of yourself, and to learn how to be the best sales version of whatever version of libertarian you want to be so you can effectively communicate your ideas. If you're interested in leveraging the years of knowledge and experience that I had in the private sector, leading sales teams, building value, showing how to peak interest 
And yes, becoming those trusted advisors. Well, then I encourage you folks, head over to my program, The Brian Nichols Show, over on, yes, this amazing network that Chris Spangle has uh, built for us, the We Are Libertarians Network. And, and while you're there, folks, if you uh, would be so inclined, please hit subscribe. Uh, we're doing three shows a week. And, and the vision of The Brian Nichols Show when we launched back in, in January of 2018 has not changed. It was that we wanted to leave the audience feeling educated, enlightened, and informed. And we've just added to it because now, not only are they leaving educated, enlightened, and informed, but they're leaving the show in a better position to effectively communicate those ideas to the people who matter. And that's the people that matter most to us, our family, our friends, our community, because honestly, and we all know this, we talked about this last episode, that's what's going to matter the most. If your garbage is not picking up your garbage consistently, that's going to matter a lot more than, you know, who, who, who Biden picks to be his next cabinet position. It doesn't, in the grand scheme of things, your circle in your immediate life, that's where we need to be focusing. Stop trying to control everybody else's life and stop worrying about things that you can't control. Control what you can control. In sales, and, and we'll wrap up with this. In sales, one of the things I have to consistently teach my team is to focus on the things that you can control. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your efforts on things beyond your control. Because at, at, really, what's the point? Why, why spend time focusing on things that you are going to be able to change? Doesn't make sense. And also, libertarians, stop showing how libertarian you are to other libertarians. That does not create value to other libertarians. Start focusing on creating this value, solving the other problems that non-libertarians face. That will add real value. So why liberty? Because it works. Both on a macro level and a micro level. Whether you need to clean up your own room first, as Dr. Jordan Peterson would say, or you need to get that three-legged stool nice and even in the vein of our good friend Gary Collins, whatever you got to do, you got to do it. But then, help apply it to those around you. You know, a really wise man once said, good people bring out the good in people. Man, wow, is that not true? It really resonates with me. That's that's what we've been doing over my program. That's what Chris has been doing over at the We Are Libertarians Network. If you surround yourself with good people, they'll bring out the good in people. But losers sit around in groups talking about other groups where winners, they focus on a common goal and they push forward as a group together in pursuit of that common goal. Is your common goal liberty? Get out of your little groups then. Hop on board. Otherwise, I'm sorry, yes, you will be relegated to the losers. Because as Bill Parcells, who I was paraphrasing there, did say, that's who the losers are. The losers are the ones who sit in those groups talking about their people. Who's not libertarian enough? Who should and should not be, you know, the, 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 the people we're accepting as libertarians? Stop it. Grow up, Peter Pan. Count Chocula. 
Let's go. It's game time. Put on your big boy pants. Stop complaining. Start doing. So, with that being said, folks, I know we ended on a fiery note there, but I'm ready to go. It's game time, folks. 2021, we're making things happen here on the run with Remzo W. Martinez, but also over my program, The Brian Nichols Show, part of the greater We Are Libertarians Network. If you enjoyed uh, what I'm doing here, um, I, I mean, I enjoyed today's episode. So thanks, Remzo, for uh, letting me fill in for you again, buddy. And again, hope you're feeling better. Um, but hey, follow me over on social media at B Nichols Liberty. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and minds.com. Yes, at B Nichols Liberty. Or if you want to get in touch with me, Email me, brian at briannicholsshow.com. Yes, I mentioned it before, three times a week, the Brian Nichols Show airs Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So if you enjoy what you're hearing, hit subscribe, give that five-star rating and review, tell folks why you subscribe to the uh, Brian Nichols Show audience and became a member to enjoy, yes, all three episodes per week. So other than that, folks, I really, really, really enjoy this opportunity to speak to you guys, a different audience, but an audience that I think uh, definitely shares a lot of the same uh, sympathies that yours truly does, as well as my audience over the Brian Nichols Show. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, I invite you to uh, to join me here at the Brian Nichols Show. And I also enjoy uh, the opportunity to invite my audience, the Brian Nichols Show audience, to join other audiences like that of of On the Run with Remzo Martinez, uh, other networks like Line of Liberty and the great uh, programs over there, uh, Tom Woods, Dave Smith. We need more voices, not less. So uh, I encourage you to please go support those other voices. And uh, also, if you uh, enjoy what we're doing here at the Brian Nichols Show, like I said, we don't charge a thing. Just five-star rating review is all I ask. So folks, with that being said, thank you for uh, joining us here on the run with Remzo W. Martinez. I'm your guest host, Brian Nichols. We'll see you over the Brian Nichols Show. With that being said, take care. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Like the Chris Spangle Show, Liberty Explained, The Brian Nichols Show, The Boss Hog of Liberty, Freedom Strips with Keaton Tucker, On the Run with Rimzo Martinez, Gingerarchy with Trisha Stewart Mann, Upward Libertarian Activism, and now hear this. Tune in now and we're going to help you sound smarter when talking with your friends. 